If you're a worship leader that feels stuck in a rut, or if you're just a plain worshiper who wants to know how to take your worship to the next level, engaging in language that belongs to the age of Zion, we have an awesome school for your consideration. The Nest is running a school. This is year two that it's running. It is called The Realm, the Dimensional School of Worship. And it's going to be having two classes every week. Your principal is going to be Jessica Wright. She does a whole bunch of things from how you engage, how you express worship in movement. Um, Ray Hughes is one of the speakers in this coming year. You're going to learn how to write songs, how to express that language of love to Yahweh. If you're interested, please go and visit www.thefoundationnest.com and click on the Realm tab for more information. We understand that COVID has hit our finances and so we've dropped the school for this year by $200. This is the only year that this special will be offered, so please do take advantage. Classes start in September and we look forward to seeing you there. Welcome to Origin Gates weekly podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Teresa Bowen sharing an insight of the day. And today we are going to continue with the house of Joseph. And let's just talk a little bit about the blessing of Joseph when Jacob blessed Joseph out of Deuteronomy 33 beginning in verse 13. It says, and of Joseph, he said, blessed of the Lord be his land for the precious things of heaven, for the dew and for the deep that coucheth beneath and for the precious fruits brought forth by the sun and for the precious things brought put forth by the moon. And for the chief things of the ancient mountains, and for the precious things of the lasting hills, and for the precious things of the earth and fullness thereof, and for the good will of him that dwelt in the bush, let the blessing come upon the head of Joseph, and upon the top of the head of him that was separated from his brethren." His glory is like the firstling of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. With them he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth, and they are the ten thousands of Ephraim, and they are the thousands of Manasseh. Wow! That is... Like how pertinent, right? As we're studying the Maseroth and the blessing of Joseph the, for the precious things of heaven. Whoa, for the dew like beneath the precious fruits of the sun and the precious things put forth by the moon. The chief things of the ancient mountains and for the precious things of the lasting hills. Wow, wow, wow. And he even mentions Ephraim and Manasseh, or as we used to say, Manasseh, until we met our beautiful friend Yana and learned how to pronounce that correctly. (laughs) 
Wow! Where to begin? Where to begin? Whew! So rich. All right, let's look at um, Genesis twenty-two seventeen. That in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemy. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Whoa, this is Yahweh declaring to Abraham. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven. Whoa! Ha <laughs> ha! And began to declare this blessing. He will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven. So we see the houses huh, as stars in the heavens. Mm -mm -mm. Wonderful, wonderful. Saretohora. Woo-hoo. 72. Psalms 72. Verse 2 and 3. And we um, have learned that out of the house of Joseph, there is much ruling. There is uh, the congregation of the judge, the Pleiades, which I call the Beit Din, the house of judgment. The congregation of the judge, things that belong to the judge, foundation, the Yasad, so much in that house. So give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's son. He shall judge thy people with righteousness and thy poor with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people and the little hills by righteousness. Whoa, he shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy and shall break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass as showers that water the earth. In his days shall the righteous flourish and abundance of peace so long as the moon endureth. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth. Whoa! And that's just through um, verse 8, Psalm 72, 1 through 8. Wow, so much richness in the, whoa, in the house of Joseph. Wow. All right, let's um, look at uh, Job chapter 31. That one is where we find some richness in, um, whoop. Went too far. All right, there we go. 31 and verse 11 says, uh, talks about um, heinous crimes. It is an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for it is a fire that consumeth to destruction and would root out all mine increase. So he's talking about the function of judgment, yeah, that um, 
uh, it's who an iniquity and a fire that roots out iniquity and destruction and evil. Wow. Hmm. That's um, the function of judgment, yeah? To root out, to bring the fire, to burn things up. Which, um, mm, the purification process of our Lord, right? Yahweh is an all-consuming fire. And if he is fire, then we are flame. And we burn one and the same. Woo! Psalms 11, um, verse 3, talks about when the wicked bend their bow and they make ready with their arrow. Um, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids try the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, and his countenance doth uphold the upright. Wow. Wow. Yes, the function of the house of Joseph and the house of judgment and justice and ruling what is this for it's for salvation it's for purification it's for justification and glorification it's for the overcoming it's for um becoming like our god becoming um back to our original design and our original intent from the resh from the beginning that we carry the Yahida, the burning allspark of Yahweh, and we feed upon this cosmic nourishment of the shin, and, and we are pegged to the beginning, to the top, and we traverse up and down, up and down, learning to rule in the house of Joseph, learning to be faithful, um, being purified and becoming judges and becoming rulers and governors. Whoa, in the heavens, as we take our seat, the seat of um, our Lord, <laughs> seated with him in heavenly places. And through him, we come into the house of Joseph and take the seat of Shin Vav Resh and learn of Joseph, yes, and be um, infused and engaged with the truth of our um, kingly role and our priestly role, but here's more of a kingly role in the house of, jo of Joseph, and the sun burning in the, in the ox, rising in the ox, the shin mem shin, the arcing over these waters um, to bring forth provision and purpose for ruling, for judging, for salvation, for purification, oh, for abundance. Yes, that we understand that the foundation 
that was established before the beginning of time, that we learn of that in the Beit Din. Yay! So rich, so rich. All right, let's continue on with the first decan in the house of Joseph or associated with. Okay, all these other ones were in the house of Joseph. This is associated with the house, Orion, a human figure walking, and his name means coming forth as light. The Aleph Pe Aleph, the seat in Orion is Aleph Vav Resh, the strong leader, pegged to the top. And there's many scriptures that um, go with Orion. So let's look at the first one, shall we? It is Genesis chapter 1, verse 17. And it says, And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. Whoa, this is talking about greater lights and lesser lights. Lights that rule the day and lights that rule the night. He didn't say that they were the sun and they were the moon, but they were greater lights. He says two great lights. The greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also, sounding kind of like an afterthought. But these are the illuminaries. These are the star seed where it talks about Abraham's seed being like the stars in the heavens. Um, too numerable to count. Not meaning necessarily in a Greek mentality of counting stars, but in the function mentality of shining bright in the heavens to declare Yahweh's glory and to rule by day and by night. And God set them in the firmament of heaven to give light upon the earth. This was on the fourth day. Whew. So we see that this um, fourth day is our reboot of creation that is the heavens that we live under um, right here. This um, uh, stamped out heaven, this um, shadow, so to speak, of the genuine. Because the first day when Yahweh said, let there be light, he did not need these fourth day lights as he had them, the illuminaries, that were the sons of, of Yahweh, that were his creation as those that rule. So he set them in this reboot as stars in the heavens to declare over this dimensional plane that or realm that we live in today. And they speak. And their voice goes out, and there's nowhere that their sound is not heard, Psalms 19. And what are they saying? They're not saying what the mediums or what the astrologers are saying. 
They're, they're declaring what Yahweh gave them to declare. Yahweh's glory, Yahweh's salvation, his beauty, his holiness, and his rulership, his omnipotence. Whew! So good. Shalom.